It's Jory. Welcome to Jory's Blue Talk podcast and radio show, the show that makes talk wish it wasn't. I'm your host, Jory Rowe. For the next 15 minutes, we are going to be talking quite a bit about the latest and greatest carnival and amusement park rides of all time on this show tonight. And we are doing a 15-minute podcast, classified as a podcast. So when we get ready to start, which will be anytime soon, we're going to talk about the 10, the 10 most adventurous and popular amusement park rides and carnival rides of all time. Starting with number 10, the carousel. The most elegant of all amusement park rides, the carousel dates back to around 500 CE. Drawings from this time period shows riders in baskets circling a post. The carousel, or merry-go-round, remains a carnival staple worldwide. The ride consists of a rotating platform with seats that move up and down. The seats are the really special part, made of wood, fiberglass or plastic, and shaped to look like decorated animals such as a deer, cats, fish, rabbits, giraffes, and of course, horses. Old carousels and carousel pieces can be worth lots of money these days depending on the level of artistry that went into their manufacture. Fun for young and old alike, even the triple threat extreme screamer roller coaster is phased out. The carousel will still be turning around. All right, quick, you know, excerpt there about the merry-go-round or the carousel. Well, let's go to number nine, the rotor. Quick, get up and twirl around as fast as you can for three straight minutes, then jump as high as you can in the air. Feel that free-falling vertical sensation? If not, why not go on another rotor ride? Designed in the 1940s by engineer Ernst Hofmeister, the rotor has many versions in theme parks all over the world. The premise is pretty much a simple lesson in centrifugal force. Take a large barrel and revolve the walls of said barrel really fast. When it's rolling super fast, drop the bottom out of the barrel and watch as the people stick inside of the walls. Other names for this simple but popular ride include... Gravitron and Vortex. I have ridden the Gravitron myself. Believe me, I know how it works. But the floor don't drop in that one. Your seats move up and down the wall. And you can't see out, so, you know, that's pretty much what that is. Now let's talk about number eight. The Haunted Mansion. The happiest place on earth gets a bit scary with the Haunted Mansion, another juggernaut of an amusement park attraction created by the fine folks at Disney. The ride opened in August of 1969 in Disneyland and featured ghosts, murderous brides, blood-spilling families, and a host of other specters designed to scare parkgoers silly as they ride through a, in a doom buggy, doom, D-O-O-M, the Haunted Mansion is amongst the most popular Disney rides in history and even inspired a movie, The Haunted Mansion, starring Eddie Murphy, and it was released in 2003. 
Number seven, log rides or flumes. If you were a lumberjack in America in the late 1800s, a log ride wasn't something you'd line up to do. Log flumes were handmade channels created by loggers to transport felled trees to the sawmill. Stories of lumberjacks riding logs down the flume inspired the many versions of log rides we know today. The first one, called El Aceradero, the sawmill in Spanish, was located at Six Flags over Texas back in 1963. Passengers boarded a hollowed-out log and rushed down the flume, getting soaked in the process. The ride was so popular that the park added another log ride a few years later. <clears throat> Famous log rides include Disney's Splash Mountain and Perilous Plunge at Knott's Berry Farm in California. The tallest and steepest log ride with a 115-foot, 35-meter drop. Wow. Number six. Let's read about It's a Small World. The theme song to It's a Small World is woven into American and international pop culture, of course, even if you've never been to a Disney theme park. You probably know the chorus. In 1964, the World's Fair came to New York, and Walt Disney and team-created animatronic children of the world that featured anthems from various countries around the globe. In order to streamline the ride, it takes guests on boats through the animated panoramas, Composers Robert and Richard Sherman came up with the now-famous tune. Many find the small world experience to be a little naive and simplistic, but that's what they're going for. People everywhere getting along so well, they sing alongs and hold hands. All day, for hours, the same song, over and over again. Now we're up to number five the bumper cars. If you've ever wanted to recreate the excitement and thrill of a fender bender, well, then this is your ride. The bumper cars, or the Dodgem cars, is what they were called. I remember them being called the Dodgem, which were introduced in the 1920s, featuring a large ring or pin with a graphite floor designed to decrease friction. Riders climb into miniature electric cars that draw power from an overhead grid and proceed to slam into other cars in the pen. Wide bump, rubber bumpers keep things safe, of course, or as safe as you can get with no brakes. Still, bumper cars are so popular you find them in just about every theme park, country fair, or carnival you visit. Just follow the crashing noises and laughter. Oh, I remember, I like to bonk into my dad all the time. I'd like to bonk into my brother all the time with the Dodgem. It was an awesome ride, and would I still ride it today? Why, absolutely. Number four, a well-known one. <clears throat> if you like beaten eggs, then you'd like the Scrambler. There are many names for this ride and its variations, but Americans usually call it the Scrambler. Whatever name is emblazed on the, its side, this ride is fast, really fast. Picture this. This ride has three arms. On the ends of each of those arms are clusters of individual cars, each on a similar arm of its own. When the scrambler starts, the main arm and the little arms all rotate. 
The outermost arms are slowed and the inner arms are accelerated, creating an illusion of frighteningly close collisions between the cars and their passengers. The scrambler proves that you don't have to go on a roller coaster to lose your lunch or have the wits scared out of you. Now, they have, they're talking about the variations of this ride. The only other variation I knew to this ride was the Sizzler. Same principle, newer version, but it's not. I think the scrambler was made mainly all out of metal, and the uh, Sizzler is basically made out of uh, fiberglass molds molded seats and that you sit in when you ride this sucker and it was and it's an awesome ride don't get me wrong it is very awesome one that I will ride okay now we're cutting down to number three insanity built in 2005 at the top of the stratosphere hotel tower in Las Vegas this ride isn't kidding around. The second highest thrill ride in the world at 866 feet above terra firma, second to its nearby stratosphere brother, Big Shot. The Insanity Arm extends 64 feet over the edge of the hotel tower, spinning passengers at top speeds. If that's not insane enough for you, uh, hang on. Soon the spinning gets even faster and riders are propelled upwards at 70 degree angles. Insanity creators claim the riders will experience the thrill of being flung over the edge of the tower as they look down for a couple of breathless seconds at the glittering Las Vegas far below. Now that's something that's, you know, stretching it for me, I would say. I don't think I'd set foot on something like that. And it's what? 866 feet up. Wow. No. Okay, number two on the list is the Ferris wheel. Ah, the mighty Ferris wheel, provider of a million romantic moments and breathtaking views. For the World's Columbian Exposition of 1893 in Chicago, engineer George Ferris presented fair organizers with his idea of a giant rotating wheel that would carry passengers and cars attached around the outer edge. He convinced organizers to allow him to build the structure, which would rival Francis's Eiffel Tower. Indeed, Ferris wheel, or Ferris's wheel, which cost $380,000 and stood 264 feet 80 meters tall with a wheel diameter of 250 feet. And it was a huge success. Each car held 60 people, and at 50 cents a ride, the, the wheel was one of the most popular attractions at the World's Fair. The Ferris wheel is a must-have for any carnival, and thousands of replications continue to delight passengers of all ages. Now we're whittled down to the number one ride that people just can't get enough of. It's known as the Tilt-A-Whirl. In 1926, Herbert Selner finished his design for the Tilt-A-Whirl and began building one in his backyard. Selner's ride involved seven cars attached at various fixed 
pivot points on a rotating platform that raised and lowered itself. The cars themselves were free spinning, but when you added the centrifugal force in the platform's gravitational pull on the cars, they would widely spin in countless directions at variable speeds. Calculated chaos ensued. Since then, Sonar Manufacturing Company has built more than 1,000 tilt-a-whirls and inspired hundreds of knockoffs. Those who look at the little green or lose their lunch of hot dogs, cotton candy, and soda pop are probably just coming off a tilt-a-whirl. Wowzers. So we're going to talk about, because we went through the list that I was going to for the show, and we got just a few more minutes left. We're going to talk about amusement park rides frequently asked questions. And it says, how fast does the Gravitron? Now, I mentioned that. The Gravitron can reach speed as high as 24 revolutions per minute in 20 seconds. Gravitrons usually have a three-phase motor of 33 kilowatt power that is enough to produce a centrifugal force three times stronger than gravitational force. Somebody also asked this question. What kind of rides are at amusement parks? Because these amusement parks can have a variety of rides, but roller coasters have always been a huge attraction. And I could tell that. Other famous rides include the Haunted Mansion, Ferris Wheel, Scrambler, Tilt-A-Whirl, and Bumper Cars. We've talked about those. Somebody says, does a Gravitron make you dizzy? Well, it didn't me from my standpoint. But some people experience dizziness after the ride is over, while some don't. Additionally, those who have tachophobia might feel a bit dizzy at extreme speeds. What is the most dangerous carnival ride? Roller coasters are often considered the most dangerous carnival ride, that is. Common injuries include brain aneurysms, irregular heartbeats, and fractures. However, fatalities only occur in rare cases where someone has been thrown out of their seat or cars have crashed. But Magic Kingdom in the Walt Disney Resort is the number one theme park in the world, leaving it the rival of Disneyland second place. It's located in Florida near Lake Buena Vista in the United States. And basically, we have come down to the end of the line for this show. Glad you tuned in. You listened to me. You left everyone else alone. And you listened to my show, Jory's Blue Talk podcast and radio show, streaming live and archive on the Internet. We'll see you for now. 2022 Keyhole Entertainment.